Hello and welcome to this week's Wolf Sandcast. Richard Hobbs here and on today's episode we've got Ben. Evening. And we've got Gully. Hello. How are we both? Yeah, not bad. Just slowly recovering from Wembley now. What are we? What is it? Ten days. We're ten days on from Wembley. The the night terrors are beginning to subside. <laughs> Did the Watford game yesterday help at all? No. Did it give you no. any level of catharsis?m No. Because they were good. Right. They were good as well. So <laughs> if they'd have got beat five 0 then I'd have been like, yeah. What about, what about yeah. So ten minutes. What about in, ben Foster? Ten minutes in. Super. Seventy five minutes in. When you're watching it going. These are good with 10 men. <laughs> I can see why they beat us yeah. now. Yeah, so on today's episode, we'll cover the weekend's loss to Southampton, the upcoming game against Brighton, of course, Dan's quiz and Twitter corner. But before we go any further, last week, Wolves released their season ticket prices for the, I was going to say for the upcoming season. We're almost on the upcoming season. I guess for next season, um... They've prices have gone up. There doesn't seem to be an early bird special as there have been historically at the club. Um, you know, some fans are questioning whether they can afford to go. Some fans are kind of very much backing the club to the hilt. But you know, we've gone from in the space of twelve months playing Championship football to being arguably the seventh, eighth best team in the league. My question to you guys is. Are the price A are the price increases warranted and B will it affect you? I've I've got to say I was amazed by the percentage increase in accountants on Twitter that came out as soon as the, <laughs> yeah. the price increase was announced because all of a sudden we were working out you know over the season how much money we're going to raise <laughs> additional to um, we have got to get through FFP and, somehow. Yeah, of course. And uh, this minuscule amount is going to make all the difference. Um, yeah, it's not. I, I get both points of view. We do have a higher quality product if we want to talk in those terms. Mm. But is it going to make a difference to a football club the size of ours? In the grand scheme of things, not really. But you can't you can't blame them for doing it. Yeah. It's still competitive. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. a competitive price, and I think if there was some kind of early bird incentive as well, it would have. I think it would have reduced annoyance a little bit. Mm. I did see someone made a point on Twitter. I can't remember who it was, so I apologise. But they were saying, "Just steal it." Okay, okay. <laughs> it's fine. Pretty much, <laughs> you're not you're not used to that. So, <laughs> football is the only sport where you would people would moan about a fourteen percent increase in price mm. for such a differing quality of product. Yeah. So if you if you bought a DVD and it had actors that you'd never heard of, and you paid and you paid eleven pounds, and then for eleven pound fifty you could buy a DVD that have got twelve A-listers in, you wouldn't think anything of it. But football, there, there suddenly seems to be quite there's quite a I don't know. It's just seen seen as really negative for paying a little bit more for a better product. Yeah. I know people don't like calling it products and entertainment, but it is, isn't that's, it? That's that's what it yeah. is. And the cynical part is that they know that they've got a waiting list, so they don't they don't need early yeah. but they don't need incentives. That's why they do early birds in previous years. Wolves may never be this popular ever again. Yeah, of course. For all those who know, it's capitalising on that popularity, but you know, you take it oh I think people are frightened by lump sums as well. Yeah. In, yeah. And you know, if you do break it down over the course of the twelve months that you might be paying it. I think it works. I'm trying to remember. I don't like looking at my bank account to be uh, perfectly honest. <laughs> but I know, I know I pay direct debit. I think 
it works out, I, I sit in the South Bank, and I think it works out as about 50 quid a month for eight months, but I think, and there's like one slightly higher payment. And I look at it like that, and I think, actually, that's not end of the world. No. I mean... I mean, in, in that example, if you went to two games a month and you were paying £25 a match ticket, you, yeah. wouldn't, you wouldn't be batting so, an island, I think it sort of roughly works no. out. Is it about £27 a game for a season ticket in one of the ends? Yeah. Which, for Premier League football, I, I think that's reasonable. The only issue is I couldn't go to a game and, and get a ticket for £25 because, yeah. of, uh, because of the excess demand for them now. But I then I, I, the, the days of incentives yeah. match per match are, are gone anyway. Yeah. They're, well. they're not going to be doing kids for a quid yeah. for a Tuesday night game, no, are they? No. So, no. so you know, it's, um, uh, part of me thinks it's a bit of a shame, chiefly because you know it, it used to be that your ticket, oh, you know, probably is still down at the lower leagues, but your tickets, your ticket sales aren't what drives your revenue. That, yeah. that it adds up. But it doesn't make a huge difference, in, you know, compared to the TV money in terms of sponsorship. You know, you think how many, uh, you know, corporate partners Wolves have now. They probably can match it on a day on a match day basis. I guess not necessarily, hmm. but I think as well, the club is clearly pushing for more of a match day experience hmm. around the ga- around the game as well. If they can guarantee that there are going to be twenty. Of thousand people there paying an extra amount already, yeah. To then add, you know, if you start having your drinks at the game, you start eating your food at the game, all that mm. sort of stuff. There's money to be made out of the fan base, and they are an investment company after all. They're going to be looking for a profit somewhere, of course. Now, yeah, you know, yeah. Part of me thinks you can't be too annoyed at them for for doing it. I guess yeah. you know, people will pay for it, so it proves that it's it's, it, a, it it's a competitive price yeah. structure, is that. And we yeah. could be looking at, you know, touch wood, you know, uh, additional games for Europa Leagues and things as well. So, and you would imagine that if I know we're talking years in the future, but if the you know the stadium and the capacity is increased, mm. then you know there might be an example where those prices can start to come down a, a bit, at least freeze. Yeah. yeah, and that might be the incentive because. Next year, we'll all have forgotten about the price increase if they say it's going to be yeah. fro- fro- frozen. It's going to be, yeah, of course, yeah. And we'll always sing, singing the praises, yeah. you know, all hail yeah. frozen. So. Yeah. yeah. I mean, because in the grand scale of things, I'm just trying to do some very quick maths on my phone. But, you know, if you raise the ticket prices for 30,000 30, fans by, you know, let's say a fiver, and you do that over 19 <laughs> games, which is what it would be, it's only about to it's an extra by just your three million, which again, grand scale of things, it's not a huge difference. But actually you can see it from their point of view is we've actually got quite a good product here that lots of people want and we have what an extra let's say five thousand people or something ridiculous on the waiting list. Yeah. And I mean, there's about twenty odd thousand season ticket holders, so we've got an extra twenty five percent Increase, you know, increase in demand. Yeah, you know, which in their eyes, that's lost revenue. He's already um, seen his KPIs, isn't he? That's what it yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. He's got his performance in. He, he's got a bit. Yeah, he's got a bonus coming in. Like that's well, one of the people. Can you imagine his satisfaction? Because he must <laughs> have one <laughs> hell of a spreadsheet. It's an extra club man. Yeah. <laughs> should we go? Should we go on to um, talk about the Southampton game, guys? 
if we must. No, I know. Like, I mean, we still, you know, you talk about the hangover from Watford, um, sort of how we're still feeling. I think you know, I think a lot of the Wolves players felt it on the weekend. Uh, Wolves lost three-one to Southampton. Nathan Redmond scoring two goals, and Shane Long scoring as well. Uh, Willie Bolly scored a consolation. Well, what turned out to be a consolation in the first half to bring it to one-one. Um, the way I kind of look at it, there's a right way and a wrong way to respond to the disappointment at Wembley. And I don't think they kind of did it in the right way. That's the point. You know, the other version is that, you know, they're in Marbella this week and it looked like they were already on the beach. Because yeah. that could have been 4 5 1. It's, it's quite a complicated. Defensively, definitely. Mm. I thought going forward, not as much once the third winning, because that, that did kill them off, but I thought. They were as as flowing offensively as they've been yeah. in quite a, quite a few weeks, really. When you compare that to the kind of performances we saw against Burnley, like there was there was a yeah. lot more about them going forward. I thought. Yeah, I think both teams were capable of oper- offering up chances in that first half. We were playing a lot higher up and therefore allowed them spacing behind. Whereas Southampton were sat quite deep, so the chances that we got weren't quite so obvious, and you know guilt-edged but they were you know they were giving the ball away quite regularly from the back and yeah I, I just think they capitalised on it better than we did I, I can't remember recalling this give away the kind of chances that we've given away ever mm. no, near, no, near enough no. never. especially when you consider there was the one that Sims missed one-on-one straight after the 2-1 was it yeah yeah, yeah we could have made it 3-1 and then he had another one didn't he yeah. were they both Sims yeah I think so he, he just dragged one wide he dragged yeah. one wide and yeah. then like lifted one over Patrice and they went wide didn't they yeah. so it could have been four quite comfortably by half time which was just a bit of a shock to yeah, the system I think that, that's I think you noted it against uh, Watford Gully, uh, Gully when you said sort of those aren't mistakes that Nuno sides have made no. and like it felt again it was like an aftermath like you just don't that's not how we play. No. Like, uh, you know, I, I say it quite a lot, but a lot of neutrals will see Wolves as being sort of this free-flowing attacking side. No, not and we're all. really not. We're like, we are a very defensively minded and build from the back team. So when you kind of see us make very kind of systematic errors, it, it, it throws us a lot of kilter, I guess. You know, especially like to concede like, you know, a couple of minutes after after equalising as well. That's not. I think there was a serious lack of intensity to the mm. start of that game. I yeah. think we went in expecting maybe Southampton to sit sit off us, and we started the game with that mindset that we're going to have a bit of the ball. You know, let's let's kind of work our way into this. But within the first attack, we're thinking, yeah. holy shit. Romain Sayes literally looked like he didn't know what had happened when yeah, Redmond came no, over his shoulder. No, didn't know what had happened until Redmond was celebrating. Literally. Yeah. And I know we've throughout the season we've struggled. I know it's picked up slightly in in more recent weeks, but we, we've struggled to score in the first half. Yeah. yeah. But now you look Burnley, Man United, and now Southampton. All in fifteen we've, minutes. And we've been yeah. bad as well in those mm. first fifteen. But like really poor, and it's difficult, isn't it? Because we're obviously doing what we're doing in the league, but that's. Mm. 
that's not a good stat to be that poor at the start of games because if I was if I was managing the other team and it's Wolves I said get at these in the first 10 minutes because yeah. they won't be on it straight away yeah mm-hmm. yeah. and we're, we're evidently not at the moment because that the, the goal against Burnley and the goal that we conceded on Saturday that is just complete lack of intensity as you say yeah. defensively yeah. because the, the Wood the Wood Cody own goal is just we stood flat the ball yeah. comes in and that one on Saturday the ball's come across yeah. and they just wanted it Redmond wanted it more than Solis did I think yeah. it even came from before that where the, way, the ball's dropped into mm. the space between Johnny and Bolly and no one's really gone across to Sims to, to close it down a, the cross or anything. You know, there's just that lack of intensity, that lack of desire. You know, it's like saying, ah, we'll just find our way for the first 10 minutes in the game. Thinking like, not not that we're better than them, but almost a belief that they kind of can get away with it. And yeah. now we're in the business end of the season. Teams like Burnley, you know, at their point, and teams like Southampton have got something to play for. Yeah. Like every chance for them is like oh, yeah. it, it, you know a goal for them is the difference between staying up or going down in, in some regards you're saying that we think we can get away with it that's mm. a good way of putting it because we don't give away many chances yeah. and I think we can almost do that on autopilot now as if our, our shape is just going to protect it's us it's so good yeah. but teams aren't going to overcommit yeah. because if they overcommit we're going to kill them on the counter attack yeah. because that's just what happens that's what Wolves do mm. but Clearly, they didn't even need to overcommit Southampton. It, really, it doesn't help when you when you look at that back five and you say you you look at from from left to right. You'd say Johnny's worst game as, as a Wolves player. Yeah, mm. Cody's worst game since he's moved to centre back. Solis's worst game mm. as In a centre back. Yeah, Doherty's worst game this season. I thought, and yeah. and Bolly. I thought Bolly was okay. He was the yeah. best of the five, but but that it, is a he, pick of a bad bunch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But aside from that. I think you could argue that all of them had their worst game this season on yeah. Saturday, all combined. And I thought it's the first time that Cody's looked like a midfielder at, at centre. Yeah, and yeah. I don't know if it's because Sykes is another centre midfielder that's playing at centre back. Yeah. So I don't know whether Bennett sort of has got that extra guidance and gives us a bit more solidity. Yeah. Because he looks yeah. like a centre midfielder at centre back. natural instinct to defend that I think you just need yeah. at the yeah. back at times. And I think Bennett would have had that, you know. Straight instinct that okay, if the ball comes in at the near post, mm-hmm. any good striker runs across the yeah. near post. Yeah. So where do you go and cover? You cover before you know mm-hmm. that area in front of the near post. Whatever you need to do, you get something on it. But Sykes didn't even make a challenge no. for me, and that's what kind of got me about that because you could almost see it coming. Like yeah. two seconds prior, it's like he's on your shoulder, he's on it's your like shoulder. Any player worth yeah. salt is gonna make that run. It's yeah. textbook. It. Yeah. It's not. It was so, a good. It was a good striker yeah, for, yeah. for Red. Like it, he was quite impressive as a yeah. as a central striker. But like you say, I don't think we can see that goal if if Bennett's no. playing instead of size. I, no. I genuinely don't think no. that. And the second as well is just. I just thought it was a lack of communication because yeah. he's just come off Doherty, hasn't he? Yeah. And he's just drifted inside, and no one's yeah. no one's took responsibility, which I felt was kind of the case all game. No one really took responsibility anywhere. Like even in midfield, I don't think anyone no. sort of no. no one grabbed the game and thought right, which we're going to, you know, Neves. I thought was which will come on to. I thought was quite yeah. poor. Then Donk just struggled to get into it. I just think everyone just it was just Did, a little bit flat even when we're that, chasing the game. You know, sort of in a way reminds me like at the start of the season when we kind of went on this run of hanging the same team for such a continuous spell and. You know, pretty much since the new year, kind of when Dendonk has kind of cemented his place and Jot has sort of found his way into the team and the formation shifted, 
we've really not changed it that often, apart from a couple of games like against uh, Cardiff when he was looking to rest a few players. It has been a very consistent lineup, and it kind of feels like it's slowly caught up with us again. And you know, I know we've all kind of spoke about the sheer lack of quality coming off the bench, but you know, it might just be a case that that back five's played. Well, apart from Sace, they've all played a lot of games this season. Doherty doesn't tend to get dropped. Johnny, when fit, plays. Bolly and Cody never out of the team unless suspension. And it just feels like that. Maybe it's not even physical fatigue, but it almost like that mental fatigue. Like they are five yeah. games away from the finish line. They've had the absolute crap kicked out of them emotionally um, in, at Wembley, and. They, they just need a they just need a restart button with five games left. I think whether we like it or not, and yeah, we, you can buy into the whole Wembley hangover mm. line. I think Nero's mistake was not changing that team. Yeah, he he went he sent players out, you know, put faith in them, which is admirable. But they'd been through the mill mm. in that game, and whether it, again. Probably not because I don't necessarily buy into the physical fatigue thing either. It's not a long season compared to a championship no, season. No. So, and they've had a week off since since Wembley. Mm. They probably had a couple of days off. I yeah, imagine. I would. Oh yeah, I'd have thought so. It. So that doesn't really. I don't buy that. But the mental fatigue and the mental strain, you know, that they've probably been under. Just thinking it every single night, thinking probably, you know, because I'm sure we've all been doing it. Exactly. Yeah. You know, what if, what if, and it just needed some fresh ideas on that pitch. Whether yeah. it was. Vinagra at wing back, or having even Morgan Gibbs White, yeah. who hasn't been playing well, just yeah. just put him in there as something different, something the opposition will have to think about when they come up against. Because you know, enough people have seen that midfield trio of Martino, Dendonka, Neves, but they know what's coming now. That, that's my one concern with Nuno long mm. term, and then, you know, heaven forbid anyone say anything negative about him, but. It seems to take... He's quite reactive. He doesn't make changes until no. we've hit this bad run. So, I thought we could... Before we hit the bad run in... The end it was back November, it was wasn't it? October, November, yeah. I, I could see that that was going to come. Yeah. because And then, it sort of got gradually... You know, we was, we got ourselves up for the United game mm, in the yeah. league. But aside from that, it's been quite poor. Even the Chelsea result. Yeah. Like, it was a good result. Oh, yeah, I we, we, didn't well. we didn't play that We didn't play Bournemouth, we, I don't think we were great. No. So we haven't been that good for for quite a while. But I think he had the right idea when we played Cardiff. Yeah. And what everyone agreed, that was a really refreshing performance. You yeah. Know, everyone saw it was exciting. plenty of good from that. But he's just been essentially yeah. since, you know. It's almost like a different formation playing those two yeah. at wing back. It does completely change. Yeah. Of course it does. It completely changes the. He's got like teams on the back foot straight yeah. away. It feels like he's sort of think he. And what will most likely happen is he'll probably end up going with Traore and Vinagra at home against a potentially sort of Possibly. relegation threatened team, but he wouldn't want to try it away from home, which I think, say, Southampton knew they needed a result. It would have really made them sort of kind of question it if they'd gone hang on well Vinagra's starting here this is this is different or you say Gibbs White's in midfield instead of Neves who arguably is sort of needing a bit of time out of the side and and I think if you put Troyer in the situation he was in in the second half where they essentially had three players surrounding him 
in the first half at nil nil or one one or whatever the scoreline was, it's a different game. Yeah. yeah. He's attracted a whole group of players to him. Whether he gets the ball or not, you it's can take advantage right, of yeah, that somewhere else. Right. You know, Jota would have had so much more space in his channel where he, he likes to operate. You know, it, it doesn't have to be the fact that the players you play actually impact the game. It just makes opposition teams think differently. And when you've got a midfielder like Matinho who can exploit space, yeah. like it's, it's perfect. But like you say, they could just once the game, once it was three one, bring it. A, well, he came on at two one, didn't he? he trial rate. Yeah, he came on at two one, and then was. I was going to say at fault for the third goal. It was terrible. Just, I thought it was just terrible defending all yeah, that. I, I, but again, that, that's for me. Like, I mean, we've, we've all played a fairly low, mediocre level of football, but it was schoolboy. Cool, it's absolutely it cool, yeah. You know, it, it's, it's I, was, that, I was gutted when I saw it was him. As yeah. Well, oh because yeah, yeah. I know. You know, you, because, you, because straight away you could feel the hate and the anger. Yeah, because straight away, if that's anyone else on the pitch, it's not something that's hung on. Yeah. But yeah. Because it's trial, right? Oh, it's, it's a stick. To, it's a stick to beat him with straight yeah. away. Immediately, people have forgotten the two bursts down the right yeah, wing, yeah. and he's put decent crosses in. Mm. And it does make me. And the only times we got actually into the box in that half because I watched. I watched it. On some erroneous methods, mm. and it does make me laugh because I'm I'm convinced now every commentator has just got the note that Traore doesn't put in a good cross because against Southampton he didn't put one bad one. Could, yeah, no. And, but every cross they go, if you no. could do that regularly, then he'd be. But he does. He puts in a lot of good crosses. <laughs> I think they're almost saying it before he's kicked the yeah, ball. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> it's like they've got this preconceived thing of what Traore is, so that's what he is, regardless he's of what fast. they're actually seeing. Yeah, it, and it's just ridiculous. I and. I think in another in another season he'd have seven or eight assists because at the start of the season he was yeah. creating chances and this was when Jimenez wasn't really I think you know wasn't firing. I think it's almost the way it's like his cross start, crossing style is very much get it to the byline and dig one out to the back stick. Well, we all saw the Burnley game. You sorry, we just caught a glimpse of the Man U game that was going on, <laughs> and so that's why the voice went and get to the back stick. <laughs> We saw the Burnley game when yeah. we didn't decided not to start Jimenez. No. And cross after cross after cross went in from the right hand side. Yeah. And nothing happened. And you know, like, you know, I'd prefer to see him kind of cross the way he does. Actually, it seems to be fairly effective. And you know, well, seeing the Man U game, Ashley Young, who can't beat a first, you know, all his crosses hit the first man. Mm. Um, I mean, we'll talk about Saturday later, but. Is it time for Neves to come back out the side? Because, you know, it's been a series of results now, a, a series of games for him, that he has just struggled to implement his his stamp on the game, I guess. Yeah. I mean... I, I get quite upset talking about Neves now, because I love the guy, I absolutely love the bloke, but he's not doing... The things that he's good at that's the basic thing yeah. you know he's, he's actually not passing the ball well no. anymore no. which is the frustrating part partly I think because I mean Southampton they play with wing backs the big switch wasn't on at any point no. I think Cody yeah. suffered a lot as a result yeah, of that yeah. his performance wasn't good because he weren't finding those passes and I think that those two players especially need that to go well early on in the game sort of to them kind on. of yeah. get them get themselves going and they when, suffered. When was the last suffer. time that you'd say Neves had a really good game? Leicester probably, wasn't it? Leicester at home? And when was that? The, that was start of January? January, yeah. yeah. So we're talking two and a half, three months now. Yeah. I mean, and I thought on Saturday he was almost at the level of being a hindrance. He, yeah. I thought he was that poor on Saturday. I was surprised he didn't get hooked, to be honest with you. I'd, I'd like... 
And yeah. I would, you know, this stat gets floated around about mm. how many shots he's had from the outside of the box. He's, he's not even close with the no. majority of them. Is it, and it's, it's almost yeah. becoming it's like a Ronaldo free kick. And it's what he yeah. Do you know what I mean? think he's good at them. Yeah, he's, not, great, he's not good at them. No, and if, no. he gets, if he gets the ball 40 yards out, that's his first thing. And he wasn't like that either. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he wasn't like that last year. Yeah, nah. But now, it's almost like he's heard, I'm, I'm good at shooting from distance. Because yeah. he scored that one against Derby. You know, and he had that run, didn't he, last year when he did score a... And he, obviously, he's got unbelievable... He he's got unbelievable ability. Yes, yeah. But it's like, he's it's a bit like he's just snatching and just trying to force yeah. it a little bit. Like, trying to force himself back into form. Yeah. But but who do you replace him? That My issue is who do you replace him with? Well, I think, like, the, you'd always have to replace sort of two or three and completely change it. So, you know, it's whether you bring Bennett back into a defence, but you'd push Sace up a bit further... And give yourself something slightly different in that midfield, and bring in Morgan Gibbs White. So you've, you're really shaking things up because it. I don't know it feels like they, they're so set in stone. It's well, do you change all three of them? Bring yeah. them out because you know, then Donker, you know, bless him, he's a functional player. No, I disagree with that. I yeah. do disagree with that. Yeah. yeah. Because I, I, I thought on I thought on Saturday he was the best of the three midfielders. Yeah, probably. Yeah. And I think it's a bit of a disservice to just say he's functional because of what he offers a lot to the team and he makes other players look a lot better than yeah. they are. Yeah. I think when I say functional, he gives you. He's not. Like, he's not going to pick the ball up and, and spread a seventy yard. Yeah, pass for I think that's what I mean. Like you, you kind of. He's a very much a. If I said a ten yard player, everything that he does. It is within 10 yards, whether it's passing it, shooting it, running it. Yeah. It is all really good short bursts, but with that, it's quite systematic. So he won't gain you big yards, almost like an American football. Like He won't get you 40 yards at the field in one go, Yeah. but he's good enough at giving and going, and he's strong enough and fit enough to get you to almost the next transitions on the pitch, I guess. And yeah, I think if you don't have the... You know, the players around him who aren't informed to do those biggest passes, you know, people struggle. I think we are, we're talking about a midfielder that essentially we don't have right now. Yeah. And that's, you know, we've got the the players that can do the big switch and, you know, Mm. put the ball on your toe from 50 yards away. We've got, you know, the players that can do the simple stuff, but we haven't got someone who can just pass, you know, even if it's a little five, ten yard pass, but between the lines... Hmm. find someone I think Matinho can do it yeah. but you almost want Matinho doing it and receiving it at the same time yeah. Yeah. so you know where do you go with that you, you want him playing deep you want him playing further up the mm-hmm. field it's, we haven't got that midfield midfielder to either A receive yeah, it or A be the that, player that picks him out there's not that many no. players I mean if you were to think of an example who would it be someone like Ander Herrera or something yeah, like that you need, we're almost yeah, missing just, like a genuine just someone who you know is going to pick the lock a little bit Cole Henry, <laughs> <laughs> he bashed the door down. Hit the lock. But um, yeah, I, I, into examples of a player. Okay, it's, it, I'm not really, someone like a Fabregas or something. Yeah, you just yeah. know that he can play deep, but he, you know he's going to find a pass in, in mm. front of a back four. Where is it that outlandish? We saw Monaco's best midfield last season. Yeah. I don't think I'm midfield. <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure Fabregas. Uh, you know. He, Imagine he's not, he's not really got, well, he's never had pace, but... Fabregas, Matinho, and Neves. He's not a midfield threat. We'd be caught in a round. I was going to say, 
fucking around golf buggy or something. Just I'm some getting, wheels I'm, on those I'm wheels. I'm telling you now, I'm not, I'm not saying it'll be for walls. Matilio can play for another, at least another six years. He probably could. At a yeah. good level. Yeah. yeah. But he doesn't oh, yeah. look like a 32-year-old player. No, so you mean Qatar? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a good level. It's yeah. all China. It's going to be one of the two. I mean, I, I get what you mean. I think, sort of, for me, it you need Morgan Gibbs White to really step up yeah. because he is that player for me. That you know, if you've got Martino slightly deeper alongside the Den Donker, I know, I know. Yeah, I can see a shake. I don't know. I got, I got a point in a bit. I can make. But actually, you need, you need someone. They say for the other. You need. So on the other side of the line, who can pick it up and turn? Phil Foden. Yeah. If yeah, I, if, if you were giving me a player out that under seventeen World Cup, yeah. Wonder Gibbs White. Brighton. Well, I was going to yes, say. Yes, you go. I was going to say you've slowly dragged on my point, but you know we're looking for a number. T- you know we need that number ten. We need someone with a bit of magic. Could Bright brighten up Wolves at this moment in time? <laughs> Yeah, I could have thought well, better. I, 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 I don't know why I'm laughing because I've thought better. I saw his face this week. Is, <laughs> you could have used his surname and then his first name as the I, next. So I you could have said could have another kind of Brighton up. You know, what? You know what? I panicked and I did my <laughs> pull a day and get the name wrong. I could have thought Brighton up. Yeah, yeah. Um, the answer. Stop before you even question the answer. Husband, it's difficult, isn't it? Because he's looked. From all intents and purposes, from what I've heard, he's been really, really good for commentary. Mm. A little bit patchy in terms of every game, but I've been told that he's comfortably their best player. Yeah. So it's it's whether that's ever going to translate into a Premier League footballer because he's not he's not young now, is he? Really? No, he's coming to twenty two now. Yeah. Is he? I think. Yeah. I just think on. You could square him up against any defender in the world, and at some point he's either going to fall on his ass or make them look stupid. Yeah, yeah. He's actually genuinely capable of doing that. And the best thing he's doing right now is obviously playing games regularly. Yeah, agreed. The, the problem is, regardless of what happens, he's not going to play every single game no. for Wolves, which is a shame. But it, if he. Right, he's got. Say he's got six games left in the commentary, <laughs> and he yeah. carries on this run of form. And Wolves say, right, we're going to give you a year extension. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be totally averse to. No. F- like, for example, on Saturday, if we've got Bright on the bench, that's not a terrible option with fifteen I'd, minutes to go. No. I don't think. Well, we've he already. Gives we've so, he gives you something different. Um, you take him over Costa right now. Oh, yeah, 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 that yeah, yeah, about, yeah. You know he's going to do more. He's going to give you. They say, oh, I remember seeing the same way Troy being on the pitch. That almost that random factor. Yeah. Um, I, I did. When you were talking about how he's doing, I did remember a wonderful tweet we got, um, I think it was just yesterday actually, um, from a Coventry fan um, in terms of how well Bright's doing. And it says, if he passed the ball more often, instead of trying to take on players when he shouldn't be, he'd be a top player. <laughs> but I know he is young and that will come with more experience. I think we've been saying that for four years now, is it? Probably. Yeah. Probably. But without him trying those things, you don't get the, the magic that... No, and there's uh, another thing I like about Gibbs White is no matter what awful stuff he produces on football, he's always trying something. Yeah, he does try. It. Yeah, I, I and would I'd rather have that than someone who's just going to pass the ball sideways for not even. Yeah. Costa isn't trying. I know this isn't just another dig at Costa because no. he didn't really. He weren't on long enough to have any sort of impact. But he's at the moment he's not even trying things. I'm sure I saw him beat someone on Saturday. No, he wouldn't. Have. I think I did. No, was it a mirage? I think he did, and then got tackled. He did. He, he did. did some yeah. kind of foul. Yeah. yeah. 
I told you. Yeah, yeah, you had a good game. <laughs> that's, that's his best cameo in <laughs> six, six months. Top, not that, that. <laughs> a worrying side of things to come, isn't it? Um, players, man of a match. Oh. I was going to say, players, man of a match. Uh, Prosecco. Wolves man of a match. Patricio made an absolutely unbelievable yeah, save. Yeah, did. Like saying. an absolutely unreal save. So I'd, just for that, then. Oh, before we carry up, can we talk about Jimenez's volley? Oh. Yes, how do I? Honestly, yeah, we'll go. Break it down. Oh my god. I need to flip my phone out my hands into the wall because <laughs> I, I was just like, what? You just presumed it was going in. Like, it couldn't have dropped to him. Even yeah. if it didn't go in, he went out for a throw in. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I think he's prone to these things. You, you know, have you seen him try sometimes to just blindly volley the ball across the pitch for yeah. 50 yards? Yeah. yeah. And sometimes he'll just sky it yeah. straight up in the yeah. air. I think he's prone to these odd moments where he just goes a little bit mental. That was. As, as I've described before, he's a very karate footballer. <laughs> yeah. And, and it can either be Wembley volley bottom yeah, corner or, yeah. or he's, he's, he just he tried a lot of volleys like that. Yeah. Like he tries he's a lot a of Zlatan-y yeah. type of volley. Just said karate footballer. Imagine if Trial Ray would have done that. Oh. Oh my god. Imagine. No. We would not have heard of the end. He, he, imagine. He would honestly, not be allowed back into Wolverhampton. I think the official Wolves account would have gifted it by now. Yeah, yeah. God. Wolves, yeah. Wolves, Wolves account isn't that banned to us on what for the account no. you know and that works out well yeah uh, we'll be back to talk about uh, the Brighton game after this Before we go any further, if you're looking for web design uh, for your business um, or you need a new logo or just a bit of marketing, go and take a look at our long-term partners, pixelyetimedia.com. They're not just web designers, uh, they're a creative agency that cover your uh, all your design needs from websites, brochures, signage, marketing, logo design and branding. Uh, make sure you go check them out, they're really great, uh, pixelmeti, pixelyetimedia.com. So, on Saturday, Wolves are up against Brighton at home. It feels like ages since we're last at home. I know we played Man United in the in the league. Yeah. But I kind of felt like... That was pre-Wembley. Yeah, yeah, it was like pre before It's, it's, it's not BC, it's BW. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's BW. We've yeah. all changed as BW yeah. since that's something Yeah, like, I kind of feel like... <laughs> um, it does, I, genuinely, I felt it, like it was like the first game of the season on Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. It felt like that was the end. It's the first yeah. bit of football that I'd watch. Well, it is Easter yeah. and the time for resurrections. Yeah. So good. good work. Yeah. yeah. But, but isn't he still dead at the point that we played them? Yeah. Jesus or, yeah. or Wolves. Yeah. <laughs> well. <laughs> um, at the moment, Brighton actually currently losing 1-0 to Cardiff. Wow. A goal from Mendes Lang. Oh, yes. Nathaniel, the boy. Yeah. So, good. as things stand as a time of recording, which is admittedly during their mid-play, uh, Brighton sits 17th, just two points above the relegation zone if uh, Cardiff actually go on to win. Uh, Brighton on 33 points, um, Cardiff on 31. That might change by, well, to be honest, by the time this actually goes live. But Brighton, um, well, got hammered at the weekend, let's be honest, 5-0 to Bournemouth at home. They'll be without anti-knockout through suspension. That's the worst tackle I've ever... Sorry to jump oh, in. That's it, the, the worst tackle I've ever... Have you seen I it? I haven't seen it. It's no. absolutely dreadful. Like, he, he's ran about 20 yards. The ball's nowhere near him. 
and two foot. Uh, I think it was Charlie Daniels. Yeah, it was. He, was just, it, was he just lost it, his head. Was it the tackle of a man whose wife has just left him? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Because yeah. <laughs> that's the thing. What the, the the word on the street is anyway. Absolutely, so. it was. Like Hewton didn't even look at him, and Hewton's the nicest man in the world. Wow, wow. So I was just seeing if I could find it uh, to show you, but I actually can't. Yeah, I um, um, see. I, I actually spent the entire day with a Brighton fan at work today. And he filled me with a lot of confidence, I've got to say. It, um, it, it's quite funny because you, you can't even expect... I'll just, show, oh. I'll just show you. I mean, if I said it's Sunday league level... Oh, wow. Yay. Yeah. No, but it wasn't it's a good like, one. Mate, the ball's It was Muscat-esque, let's be honest. The ball's there, mate. Oh, sorry. Sorry, we're also getting <laughs> yeah, to Messi as well. Again, just as, of time of record, as of time of recording, Lionel no, Messi's just... Doing Lionel no, Messi thing? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, honestly, Brian's season, you don't you don't hear from him much during the season no, no. anyway, but you kind of just expect him to be trundling along mid-table it's, and getting on with it. It's unraveled. It's, it's it really has. They're on their sec- only their second season, aren't they? Was well, they got promoted. They beat us at Molyneux under Lambert, yeah, yeah. didn't they? They essentially got promoted then, so yeah. it will be two, two seasons. Yeah, so, sure. like, if, yeah. like, they've kind of quietly slipped into that second season syndrome. But it, it's almost out of Cardiff and Brighton, which one of them it's is worse. going to be worse in the next five games for them? Yeah. And Brighton are dropping. If they lose, I know this is all going to sound really out of date when Brighton. I tell you, what, I win, cannot wait until win five one. Smash it, yeah. But they look, they're dropping. Like mm. if you lose five 0 at home to Bournemouth, yeah, you are struggling. And they notoriously have dreadful away form as yeah. well. Yeah, and if they lose tonight, they'll be forced to come out and play against us. It's yeah. all set up for a one 0 win to Brighton. Yeah, <laughs> perfect. Or a really, really down. Glenn game. Murray will literally. Arse one in, wouldn't he? Yeah. That's just what he's going to do. But yeah. If anyone saw our game at Brighton earlier in the season, it was oh a kind of head in your hands, how yeah. did we not win that yeah. game? I think we definitely deserve... Um, we definitely deserve... I was going to say a bit of a comeback on that one, considering like, you look back through on what games Wolves probably deserve something more out of the game. You know, I think we can all probably hold our hands and say we didn't really deserve anything out of the Southampton game. Yeah. I think... Probably at least one of the Huddersfield games, you could go, yeah, Wolves were one of the most dreadful sides yeah. I've ever seen. <laughs> but Brighton, we were good. Brighton, I, I, don't, I don't quite know how we managed to. It wasn't even how we didn't manage to get a point, how we didn't manage to win. Yeah. It was incredible. I just think about, you know, if you go back to Dane Dotty, got in on goal, side yeah. foot, left foot, side foot just past the post. Didn't Bennett have that chance last minute as yeah, well? Yeah, Bennett yeah. Bennett had that. Yeah, yeah. He, he miscued it, I yeah, think, yeah. from the penalty spot or something. And Keeper had an absolute storm of that day, to be fair. And he's a good goalkeeper, to be fair to him. But mm. I just think Brighton are one of those sides that we can get at and yeah. won't struggle against. I think so. They're just not that good going forward, and some of the signings of Jurgen Lockadia, bullet missed <laughs> there. Say. Wow, we have dodged one. I'll tell it you. Was, can you remember that guy that went to Wigan instead of us a few years ago? Yes. What was his name? Delort. Yeah, yes. Anthony Delort. He's another Delort, one. Yeah. He's another yeah. one that we because he's not there. He can't. I don't know where he is. Well, so he's about three well. million on him as well. Yeah, yeah. Was just gonna, that was when like Joe Mason was our yeah. transfer budget done, and Chris, <laughs> and Chris Wood was always <laughs> well, nearly about a sign, but his wages were just 
too high. Are we considering yeah. Joe Mason as a better option than Andy Delort right now? As in, I mean, we, we got away with one there. Didn't we? <laughs> I'm just all for that gold up in Birmingham. <laughs> I'm just assuming that there's a um, you know there's a Belgium like Division Two podcast that are sort of saying, yeah, did we dodge a bullet not selling Paul Gladden? <laughs> <laughs> just be like, what? What is this world? Um, yeah, you know, I think we're all sort of relatively confident. I think you know, we've said despite, that, despite Saturday, despite right? Saturday, the boys are sunning up in Marbella. They look like they've gone go karting, which is you know, lovely of them. Um, you know, I think from last year when they have we seen there, any photos yet? I've only seen a photo of them after. I've seen a photo of Jimenez, who seen. I think he's with them. Everything just. Chilling on a lounger. I don't, I don't think, think the social media team are going big after Saturday. No, no, no. <laughs> it, it's, it's one of these weeks where you just like just Wait, go out there. I was gonna say, was it? Oh, when did you send them the pics of our holiday? <laughs> <laughs> just spent no, about two hundred pound in the last week watching us lose. Twice. <laughs> you do it afterwards, yeah. like about a week later, and just be like about last week. <laughs> just, yeah. and just like a just ten photos, just in a flick. Sun emoji, sunglasses yeah. on. If we win on Saturday, that's fine. They went yeah. really big on the last Marbella yeah, trip. Like, well, well, I was going to say, I'm trying to remember if it was the last Marbella trip or whether it was um, pre-season where, like, I think it was like, uh, Cav just did like an Instagram video and just zooming past it and just like, all of a sudden just saw like a row of beers. Yeah. yeah. And just be like, yeah, that's a thousand percent what I'd be doing if I was... You'll never you know, guess what this footballer was drinking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I think they might be a little bit more reserved. Pre Wembley, were not it? It's yeah. Marbella. You can't be reserved in Marbella. No. I shouldn't. <laughs> but uh, how do we think? I was going to say, how do we think we're going to line up on Saturday? I you think. think all right. How do you think, and what would you like? Because <laughs> well, yeah. well, we're all bullied. I think. Troyori coming on for Doherty during a game was actually quite an indication of where Nuno's thoughts yeah. are regarding Troyori at the moment, which I think is good. He wouldn't have taken on Doc- taken Doherty off six no. months ago. No. Um, any chance at all. So I think there's an, an opportunity for Troyori there, especially against a team that seemed quite fragile. It's a good opportunity to just give him a run, let him run right on that flank. And Vinagre as well. You know, it's, It seems odd that our most attacking... It's changes that we can make right now are bringing oh, wing two wing backs, yeah. essentially, because there's nothing wrong with the front pair. You, you can't no, 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 argue no. with it, and I don't think the rest of the players that are available to suit that shape anyway. Doc mm. Jotter has got that position now. Jimenez obviously has that position yeah. now as well. But there may be an argument for changing the shape of the midfield, possibly. What I'm going three with someone genuinely behind the striker, mm. yeah, possibly. I I'd be tempted to bring in Gibbs White or Bright, depending on. I'm kidding, kidding. Basically, go. That's not. That's not a clause. That's not a clause. I'll have to give him a phone call again. Um, um, yeah, but you say I know, I know when we played Chelsea, um, we beat him at home and sort of. Gibbs White had that more advanced position. Went one that high up the pitch, but I, I you know I definitely think he's capable of playing that. Number ten role, and you know, it's it seems like ages ago watching Gibbs White run away from Angola Conte. Like, I know. 
Did that really happen? It did. Like, well, where he sort of just well, showed the bars he's gone for some superhero and... haircut now. It's hoping he changes fortunes as well, hasn't he? Yeah, I, I, did, I did see that before. That's, uh, yeah. Again, the action. You need a again. desperate man. <laughs> <laughs> it, that's like Sace's blonde moment, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. <laughs> <From the last laughs> yeah. Again, you need, you need uh, the hair, some haircuts, don't you? Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like names. You can't. I had that sort of work. Um, I don't actually know who listens, frankly, I don't care. His name was Richard Ambler, and on his first day, sort of introduced himself and went, Hi, I'm um, Richard, uh, but you can call me Rambo. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> no, I went, I Okay. You have Rich- permission to call yeah. me Rambo. Okay, Richard. Um, that's Absolutely <laughs> Richard yeah. as well. <laughs> yeah, you are. Yeah, there's only one dick of that officer. It's me, <laughs> thank you, sir. He. He left after seven days after he fell asleep. Um, <laughs> yeah. That's another story from another time, though. Um, uh, score predictions, gents. 4 0. <laughs> 2 0. <laughs> Does he do anything different? Right? <laughs> a blind squirrel occasionally finds a nut, doesn't it? 4 0. I'm confident uh, about this one. Any. Um, I didn't say 4 0 at the weekend. Didn't you? No. What did you say? 3. Three. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's like come down then. That's negative for yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to go 2-0. I'm going to also go for this kind of really classic Nuno 2-0. One after 15 minutes, probably another one, the 65-minute mark. And, and just a dead so, game for the last And then it will just be, the ball will be passed along sort of about the 40-yard line for the rest of the game. And we can all like, just go home happy again. Um, I mean, considering we've now kind of all back to ourselves for Saturday I mean I think we're all kind of keen and hoping Wolves end this season on the high because there's a there's a real opportunity it could just sort of peter out now um, especially like after after the Southampton game so I was going to say how can Wolves make sure they end this game uh, end this season positively apart from just sort of winning games what can we do to win the fans back over I just think Winning, I know it sounds yeah. stupid, but that's. Are we in a situation where they need to win us back over? No, I, I, no, I don't no. think it's that far. I just it yeah. would be disappointing now if, for example, if we lose three of the last five, yeah. couple of draws, and end in eleventh. Yeah, I think that would be a really gutting so, end to the season, and for them as well. It would. Like, I think, <laughs> I think the motivation is for them to to be the seventh best team mm-hmm. in the in the, pro, in the country because that's what they are. And it would be a shame for them to look yeah. back at this season and see I do us find as eleventh. You just you you have your own personal pride, and I, I find it hard to believe that players don't yeah. necessarily have that belief. But mm. we also lost three 0 to Sunderland on the last game of last season. Yeah, so. I, I can see that you know at the end of the day, they're all competitive athletes. They're all wanting to you know give their all, but yeah, I, I don't know. You can you can always feel that just to get pulled back just that little bit sometimes, and you know actually. You know, I'm sort of hopeful that you know when they do these sort of weeks away, and actually it is an opportunity for them to, you know, reorientate themselves mentally and sort of kind of get get back on the right track. After um, we won the title last year, didn't we then draw at home Sheffield Wednesday and then get beat by Sunderland? Was there anything? Was there any other games after that? After we won the title, because we won the title at Bolton. Yeah. And then was it Sheffield Wednesday, then Sunderland? I think something like that, yeah. So that Sheffield you, Wednesday was actually dialed. Do you, do you think that once like the goals are done, that Nuno's like flip flops, sunglasses, well, the just team, like a chilled out entertainer? Do you remember he, he brought on 
Harry Burgoyne yeah. in the in yeah. Will Norris. That yeah. felt like that, didn't it? It's just like, I don't know whether it's just like so, I can't imagine it's relaxed. He doesn't look like a relaxing no, kind no. of character, but we'll see. They, they, should, they should want to finish as hard as they could because it reflects on them. So, in the next five games, how many points do you reckon Wolves <laughs> are going to get? So, bearing in mind, we've got uh, Brighton at home, Arsenal at home, Watford away, Fulham at home, and Liverpool away last game of the season. We just, we just take it game by game. <laughs> game by game. In oh, New sorry. we trust. Yeah. Yeah. We haven't even talked about press conference. Oh, shit, yeah. Oh, I was going to say, I mean, let's be honest, we all know the media's got an agenda. Uh, <laughs> they all colluded <laughs> and yeah. said, you over there, you're going to ask that question. You're going to ask this yeah. really <laughs> horrible question. About, 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 asking our, about our bad away form that is actually yeah. quite bad. <laughs> I mean, I mean, how how dare I a trained professional journalist dare? I think speak. Nuno walked out as a message to the players. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. No, no, it was it was choreographed entirely. Yeah. Wasn't it? I you can, you can see the director in the back going three, two, one, action. Yeah. <laughs> walk, walk. That was, that was a message to the squad that it's been heard loud and clear. <laughs> We're off to Mars, boys. The plane's was, about to depart. What? The plane's coming. <laughs> Nuno's a clever man. He is. I think that's all we need to come from it, isn't yeah. it? I think that, if that doesn't tell you our views on the fan cast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we take it game by game. Game by game, yeah. Game by game. Yeah. Although... Who have we got left? So, Brighton at home, we've all gone for a W. Yeah. Arsenal win. at home. I think we'll win that, yeah. I'm going to go for a draw. Okay, that's I'm fine. What for the way? We haven't got Brent Foster in goal or Troy Deeney up front. So. For the Arsenal. Yeah, I'm going to go win what for the way. Fulham at home, last home game Where's of the season. Win. They're dreadful. I think that'll be four. That will actually that, be four. That'll be all four for the season. <laughs> yeah, Do you know what? Probably. I could actually see that being like a six-four. Yeah, oh, well, just a completely just, mad game. Yeah, just yeah. like nuts. But win. I was going to say, almost... I don't even know it's going to massively impact balls, but probably one of the, like, genuinely, what could be one of the biggest games in a generation, not for Wolves, but for Liverpool. Could you see us, like, absolutely pissing on their parade? I think they could not have hoped for a better, like a worse game to play at the end of the season. I honestly think, because if it was a big game, as in a big opposition, yeah, it'll be a big game. Mm. If it was a bigger opposition, I think Liverpool come into their own. They seem to do really well yeah. against the other top six teams. Against you know they've done really well against the worst teams in the division. We're an awkward team to play against. Yeah, we are, and we're notorious for being good against these teams as well. And especially if, if what you can imagine happening is, say, I'm imagining it's going to go to the last game. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine if City score a couple of early goals, they're two up, and we're just frustrating. That that oh, Anfield yeah. crowd is going to be oh, rotten. that'll be going mental. That'll, that'll be, be tearing um, each other's hair out. And then and then you just think about what, what we could do on the counter. I mean, just imagine. Oh, I'm getting goosebumps oh, thinking just, about it. That would make up for when running to Virgil van Dijk yeah. and everything just falls apart anyway. I, to be honest, I just can't wait for some of the cringy tweets about Connor Cody. 
Oh, yeah. Because I think we'll be the most. That'll be. Are you considering Wolves fans got on the back of his brother? <laughs> this guy's Matthew will be after him, wouldn't <laughs> yeah. that was, That'll be the biggest support yeah. the Wolves have ever received for a guy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Literally, everyone in the country except for Liverpool fans will be shirt sales are going through yeah. the roof in that, Indonesia. That's when they need to start selling the shirts outside of <laughs> Ming Moon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I think nine points we'll get for us this season. I think ten. I can call it nine. Yeah. Nine points. Okay. Okay. I mean, that, that should be enough to see us to seventh. Magical, yeah. magical land of seven yeah. And then Watford beat Man City in the FA Cup final, and it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. Is that actually the thing? Like, I was looking at it, like, it could genuinely. I was going to say all be for nothing. That sounds, yeah. that sounds really we're finishing bad. Seven, Being genuinely the best of the rest yeah, yeah, yeah. and going, yeah, well, we got a show for it is. Well, it's. Nothing. Will it then be called the Wolves Cup if it's no longer the Everton Cup? If Everton don't finish in seven, possibly we can claim it yeah. if you want. Stick yeah. it in the. Uh, we'll take the rules. We'll take the I just call it best of the rest. I think it's a nice. Yeah. A best are of you the rest up, Are you up for the best of the rest? I am massively. Yeah. Good. Hashtag that. We, we can we can get that hashtag going. I think. <laughs> Guys, do you fancy doing more of Dan's quizzes? I do. I don't. I don't know if I do now. I'm Especially scared. Here. Yeah. It's gonna be fine. It's I'm gonna be fine. I just want to know what tangent we're going. I I think. It's, it's going to be a Fat Boy Slim reference, you know isn't what, it? <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know what? Looking at it, it's actually a fairly sort of straightforward quiz for Dan. There's no like two point. Is he had a tough week? He can't be bothered. It's fairly, you know, it's fairly by the book for Dan. But question one: the last time Wolves beat Bryson at home was the twenty second of April, two thousand and six, winning one nil. But who played in goal for Wolves that day? 22nd of April 2006. We're still doing on phones, aren't we? Who are we? Who are we? Yeah. 22nd of April 2006. That's nearly nearly 13 years to the day. That's Hoddle era, isn't it? Don't tell him, because that's part of the quiz, isn't it? What do you think I remember? (laughs) What was the date, did you say? It was the 22nd of April 2006. Oh, that was a Wolves vintage eleven. I'm going. Str- I'm going straight. Oh, well, there's always that a was, There's always a I know, I know because I know what the answer should be, but it's not going to be that. Yeah, yeah. So, but I don't know what the answer otherwise would be. Actually, so, I think I do. You know what? Okay, let's go. Right. Okay. Let's have your reveal, Ben. I've, I've just gone Matt Murray. Okay. I thought that was the twist. Oh. It was actually Stefan Postman. For God's sake, I knew it was going to be a twist. I, I literally deleted no, that just then. Thinking no, no, that was because Murray played that whole season, but he must have been like injured for that game. Because that was McCarthy's first season. No, it wasn't. McCarthy's first was 06 07. I didn't deserve it then. No, you're both wrong. Got him. Well, yeah. <sighs> well, we started off strong, yeah, for three. See, Dan's <laughs> developed a, a, a mind. Oh, yeah, that was He's the year before, yeah. You're right. It's essentially got this mindful thing going on where you just second guess yourself now. <laughs> yeah. And it screws everyone over. Yeah. So, on the 11th of November 2002, Wolves played out a 1 1 draw with, uh, at Molyneux with Brighton. Name the only player in the squad that day not from the British Isles. 2002. November, yeah, 11th of November 2002. Let us know how you're getting along at home. <laughs> Just sorry. No one ever does. Of course they don't. Not halfway through a quiz. They don't, I've got an answer, but I don't want to say it. If you want to pause ACAST, 
and just, you know, drops a quick tweet at WDFC. Thank you. Okay, I've got one. I've got one. Can you beat Gully and Ben? That's all we want to know in life. (laughs) Okay. Who have we gone for, gents? I've gone for... Ivering Marson. I've gone for Mo Kamara. One of you is 1-0 up. And it's not Ben. Oh, it was Ivering Marson. There you go, boys. Oh, shit, I'm in the lead now. I was going to say, <laughs> shit, can you take a 1-0 lead? Ben Afayou's just come off yeah. the bench. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh. Former, oh, okay, this is... Yeah. Oh, okay, former Wolves and Brighton midfielder Elliot Bennett is currently at what club? I don't know why I went, oh, okay, Dan, like, I think it seemed like quite a... That's quite a standard question. Same question, in a way. Same. Do <laughs> you think Dan's insane? <laughs> I, I know this is wrong, but I haven't well, got an answer. Well, his, kind of, his question seemed to kind of go off tangent. Yeah, it's Whereas this one was like, you know what, I play, play for both clubs, who's he at now? You expect a second half to the question, like, yeah, yeah. what's played a 1-1 draw with Brighton on the 17th of November? On that day... That was like, <laughs> yeah. what, what, what did I eat for breakfast? How much was bread? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I tell you what, I cannot wait. We need to make sure Dan's like a I'm, end of season. I'm 100% wrong. Okay. I think I've got a chance. Who do you think he plays for, gents? I've said Portsmouth. So we've got Blackburn and we've got Portsmouth, do you say? Yeah. I don't know what, I wasn't looking at you for like clarification. You know what? Sometimes it's hard to hold on to a 1 0 lead, or you can do what Barcelona have done and double the advantage. It's 2 0 gully. It is Blackburn. I think his brother played for Portsmouth. Yeah, I think he is. Carl? Yeah. yeah. Mm. Is that the last question? No. Because I'll no. put my phone away. No. <laughs> Can I still win? <laughs> yeah, we've still got one, two. We've still got two. Two. I mean, and a tiebreaker. You can take it to extra time. Okay. Actually, no, <laughs> technically, that is a two part question. Oh, wow. Oh, okay. All right. 20 years ago tomorrow, I don't quite know when that sits. Yeah. Uh, Wolves beat Birmingham City 1 0 at St Andrews. Who scored the winner that day? 20 years ago. Who scored, yeah, who scored the winner in 1999, um, April the 17th? Shit. It's going to be... <laughs> Our favourite Norwegian game, isn't it? <laughs> There's always a question about him. <laughs> and it, and it, yeah. I'm not saying anything. Okay. By the way, okay. I'm, I'm just putting out there. Right. Don't skip hit. Uh, no, no, I'm skipping to the next one in my head. Just, just prepare yourself. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're all we're all slightly emotionally prepared before we start <laughs> yeah. these quizzes. Okay, uh, so who do you reckon scores the winner, gents? I've gone Robbie Keane. I've gone Carl Robinson. It was Steve uh, Carricker. I wouldn't have got Steve it. Steve Carricker scored a goal for us. Yeah. Okay, right. I need to make sure. Kind of keep a straight face and see if I can get through this. One. <laughs> it, it is what it, okay. <laughs> I can't. Bloody hell, I'm breaking it. Okay. According to visitbrighton.com. What? Oh, no, sorry. According to a visitbrighton.com piece, former page three model and celebrity mum of the year 2012, Katie Price, aka Jordan, lives in Brighton. But, but how many goals did Jordan Graves score for once? <laughs> That is, that is brilliant. That is textbook. He took a start. It's one of the odds that she actually 
just, he just took us for a drive and then all of a sudden he just took that, <laughs> took that last slip round. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so, how many goals did Jordan Graham score for Wolves? Yeah, I think I know this. And competitive also, goals. Um, just says gold, I believe competitive. Because he got a there is Mario a... shrink going on. Oh, yeah. I scored that one on I the beach ones. I mean, I don't know either way. Now, now, so. now I've composed myself, it's actually a bonus uh, point for who he scored it against. That's give us the answer, though. Hmm? That's You've give us the answer. So I think yeah. it's one. Yeah, we'll give you that. Yeah, yeah. Can you remember which I, team? I remember this girl. Do you know this girl? Oh, I know this girl. Because there was only one of them. Yeah, well, we've established. Um, there was that game at Brighton where he... It was an own goal. Yeah, it was an own goal, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, Akimi oh, had oh, yeah, an that was, on New Year's, was that on New Year's Day? Yeah, it was on yeah, New Year's Day. Akimi had an absolute stormer. Yeah. Uh, Sheffield Wednesday. It wasn't... It was Charlton. It was Charlton. Yeah. No idea. You know what? We're going to do a tiebreaker anyway, guys. Yeah, because it's just fun. It's just fun. All right. So. <laughs> is it fun? Well, <laughs> just, we just want to hear what, your, what was your original guess going to be? For, was it? Yeah, it was one. Oh, fair play. Yeah. What was yours going to be? 36. <laughs> no, it was two. It's so, two. But yeah. you don't get the point for that. Sorry. <laughs> just okay. Is Rich, only, Rich, you can have a point it for it. Is yeah, only, yeah. It is only two. Again. I just want to hear what the question is. Again, a wonderful caveat. (laughs) And there's one word in this that I genuinely love in this question. According to various Google search results. Various. Various. I like trying to work out what the question is. Yeah. Like halfway through it, because I know I know there's a sharp turn coming. (laughs) How tall is Katie Price? Callback. That's what that is. It's a bloody callback to our last so, question. There, so there is a variety of answers. That it's I mean, this is this is on various. I mean, he's wrote it down in feet and inches. If you want to give me the metric, I'll try and do a quick conversion. She's not the tallest, is she? We're not discussing, are we? We're just thinking answers. <laughs> I want a consolation here. I don't know. I've n- literally never thought about her height. Oh. Damn. Damn, bring me a height question. He's <laughs> <laughs> not. He's not in the conversation. I mean, I assume there'd be a bonus answer for which one of them is taller. But which? What are you go? What's your answer? So it's, I've gone four foot eleven. I went five foot one. You know what? If we're doing it on closest wins, then Ben wins. What is it? It was five foot four. What? Well, did not know she was that tall. No, nah, that sounds yeah. quite tall. Yeah. Four foot eleven is really small, though. Is it? I think yeah. yeah. I think that's really I mean, sub five, sub five foot is... That, is that's sort of like, oh, she's small. I don't know. Yeah. Like Maybe small. Peter Andre is just really big. Now for our favourite uh, section as I load up my phone, because apparently it takes ages to load up an iPhone. Uh, Twitter corner. Thank you to everyone who sent in your questions this week. <laughs> this is where we try our best to answer the toughest things that happen in the world. So... Up first, um, it's from our man Adam Price. As it's Easter, would you um, complete? Would it be completely ridiculous to spend twenty-seven pounds on a hotel chocolate Easter egg? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Tastes the same as normal. I, I, I wouldn't spend that much on an Easter egg. Buy. You're much better off buying twenty-seven one-pound Easter egg. I than wouldn't twenty-seven pound Easter egg. 
I wouldn't go that far, but that's going to make an amazing Twitter poll in about two hours' time. Okay. Easter egg um, chocolate just isn't that great anyway, though. It's like advent calendar chocolate. I wouldn't be yeah. paying 27 quid for it. Oh, uh, no. I mean, I've seen would the chocolate bar get... that comes with it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Would you yeah. Be That's getting... just where you're talking value, isn't it? There, yeah. But would you be getting better quality if it is £27? Pounds? I'm not interested. Yeah. He did say he's having a midlife crisis, though, so that might. That might be it. Yeah. I was going to say, spe- I was gonna say speaking of midlife stuff, um, Andy Gillard, I'll tell you what. So I, is it I, just I, us it, it, talking to each other? It is <laughs> apparently just our mates asking us questions. I'm going to have to skip one in a minute, but. Uh, and, uh, Andy Gillard's asked, uh, what was the last play you went to see? Hashtag highbrow. Pantomime. I've never I went been... to watch Aladdin in London, actually. Yeah. Uh, Jack and the Beanstalk. I saw a girl on a train about three weeks ago at the ground. It's all right. It's all right. The book. Actually, to be fair, it wasn't a bad adaptation of the book, but I didn't massively enjoy the book either. Sort of. So why would you go to the playbook? Um, Continue. Next yeah, not, not the point, not the point. Again, another story for another time. You've got to entertain the other half somehow. Yeah. You? Yeah. Um, so, uh, Kieran Goodwin's asked, um, out of all the teams that are likely um, to go down uh, this season, which player would you take to improve our squad and why? His is um, um, Aaron Moy. Hmm. Billings, I think. Yeah, I like Billings yeah. for Huddersfield. I like Billings. Yeah, it, it, it's a, they're a pick of a bad bunch. To be fair, yeah. there aren't many players. There's not. There's not. There are some. There are some. I don't think I rate him that highly. You know, Mitrovic. Well, Mitro. Yeah. 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 Fulham have got some good players. Yeah. Yeah. I see yeah. with Fulham, like you know, I don't quite know where Alfie Mawson. Bring back Kevin McDonald. Alfie Mawson's good, not for that team, mm. but he's injury prone now. As yeah, well, isn't he? I think Mitro, you know. Callum Patterson if Cardiff go down. What, just uh, just, just through his shit house? Just really. nuisance value. Yeah, just <laughs> fullback comes into forward. Yeah, yeah that's all. You know. I like men that grow moustaches for November and he looks like he would do that. Yeah, that, that, seems, that seems fair. Oh, but enough. he also looked a little bit criminal. Oh, well, I think he's that. awful, can I just add? He's yeah. Like, terrible. He's terrible. a rubbish footballer. Yeah, really. awful. Yeah. yeah. Not a professional. No, I Continue. Don't, don't know how he smashed their job. Continue. Um, okay, so Brett um, at Neverton Walls asks, "Why is an alarm clock going off where it actually turns on?" Hmm. I've, I mean, you say people go off. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he's going off. off. It's because he's going mental. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 That settles it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> there, there you go, Brett. Um, no, but you'd say I turned it off. Wouldn't you? If it's like going beep, 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 and someone's like, turn that off. You would? Yeah. yeah. But would you also say my alarm? Oh, yeah, but then you say my alarm went off as well. It's yeah. fine. Yeah. It's on I mean, fine. I, I, like, I think it's all right. Like, it works. Yeah. Does it, do you understand when people say that? Yes. Yeah. It's yeah. fine. It's I mean, fine. I've never, on what is effectively a daily basis, gone, Oh, that's funny. Uh, it's just like quarter to seven in the morning. So um, we'll leave it on this from Stu Hall, um, which is are Watford doing enough to be our new our new Bolton uh, rivals? Nah, I think people are a bit How? sensitive. They haven't, you know, cheated their way to victory. So no. why would we be that worried about it? We're just we're just being salty and Troy, a bit bitter. Troy Dean is going to be the new John McGinley now, is he? Yeah, I think that's where I think that's. Where I think Stu's trying to go with it. I don't. 
It's nice to have someone to hate, though. I really enjoy hating teams. And yeah. I, I don't really hate that many teams. We haven't, got, we haven't really got one at the moment. Nah. The baggies are just irrelevant. Yeah, yeah. I, I hate Watford. <laughs> I do hate them. For, for this month, for, I hate them. You hate them for being good for 10 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, because I think, I think yeah. you make a good point about sort of the Bolton connection. It's like. In 20 years' time, we would be going. Bloody Trudy. Bloody man. Watford. Yeah. It'd be bloody Gerard Dale if they Yeah, because yeah, I think the fact that Watford were, you know, good. Yeah. And yeah. actually, yeah, all the shit stuff kind of came post game. Yeah. It wasn't like, you know, an elbow to the face and they got away with it or it was a handball or whatever. Um, so I think they still got a little bit more, a little bit more in the tank, maybe, to be our. We'll see, we've still got to play them, so there's still, still potential. That's going to be spicy, I think. Yeah, I think there's potential bit, for I, a little I, bit to happen. Although well, Deeney's suspended, isn't he? Yeah. Is a, it's mm. a bit of a shame, but also... He could be in the crowd, though. Just, like, whipping it up. Yeah. Oh, I can imagine. I can imagine. Throwing flares about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just, look, what, giving it the big one on the stand. He's a good role model for young people, though. I don't know if you've seen his video. I have. Yeah. 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 Good role model. On that note, I think that's what we'll leave it for this week's show. Uh, thanks very much for listening. Uh, thank you to our sponsors... Um, Pixel Yeti Media, make sure you go check them out on pixelyetimedia.com uh, make sure you catch up with us on all our social media if you type in Wolf's Fancast we sometimes come up I think um, yeah um, we'll be back I think in a couple of weeks time, I think we've got a week off for Easter um, next week because you know, we, de- we deserve a week off, but, you know, it, the boys are in Marbella, we deserve you know a weekend. We're dying and coming back. Yeah. We'll, we will be resurrected post-Watford game, I think. But until then, it's goodbye from Ben. Goodbye. It's goodbye from Gully. Goodbye. And it's goodbye from me. See you next time.